Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Blantz, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Lance. All right, welcome back to Totally Oral. Wait, where are we at? uh, Working Interferences. I am Lance Timmerman and joined again by popular demand. By actually popular demand. um, (laughs) uh, My wife, Holly. Yep, and we didn't invite Drunk Holly to the podcast. This no, this week. week we decided to try sober or mildly somewhere in between. Yeah, uh, Holly. I've had it's Taco Tuesday. So Taco, Taco Tuesday. Tuesday does involve drinking, but sure, but not tequila. It's not a tequila night. Not a Wednesday wine night with our daughter. So, a little bit different scenarios. This is the day before we catch our flight to go to Voices of Dentistry. Yeah, and so, I'm praying. That they don't cancel our flight oh, like yeah. they did to Harder. Yeah, Craig Harder, last we heard, was searching for a new flight. I haven't heard since if he found a replacement or We're backup. Be very disappointed if Craig isn't there. I think Craig might walk if he has to. I don't even want to go, but he's one of you the, don't have to go. He's one of the ten not making that you I go. actually like. I know, but I have to go because I have to go see the donkeys. Or go on like yeah the donkey show all about the donkeys the donkey show Lance you know I do you make it sound like I'm a weirdo or something that's not me that's just you, you do you it on your own simmer down sir yep simmer down and watch yourself but yeah so tomorrow it, we leave for voices of dentistry so um, please we don't work come first. rob our house well we, this will be released well it'll be. Yeah, we'll be gone. So don't rob our house because there's nothing here to. Yeah, you get. Would really want to. I'm kind of liking this new setup. So I get to be upstairs in the comfy place. I'm not downstairs where it's cold little dungeon. It's my all little about recording what studio. I bring to the table. That's what I'm. Okay, saying. we'll go with that. <laughs> we'll go with that. So now that you've actually had a chance to be on the show a couple times, uh, it seems like you. Yeah, it's things strike you during the day. Oh, we should talk about that. Oh, we should talk about that. So you've you've joined the world where you have a platform to vent, and this, this could be I good. I don't know if that's actually good or okay. positive because wow. I have such a venomous dislike. That's an interesting almost, word. Venomous. Did you not hear the past two podcasts? Oh, I, I was listening. Um, but like venom, like the symbiote from Marvel that eats. Ew. Is that kind of venom? Carnage. Mm, Let there be carnage. Kind of. Okay. Because, yeah, not a big fan. You can tell by the trail of the dead? Pretty much. Okay. Or the employees or what have you, depending on the right. situation. Um, but, yeah, I, you know, I had a weird call today. I'll be really, I was like. Start with the phone call. Tell me about, because I overheard part of it. You think I hear everything and I only hear parts because I'm around the corner and the door's open. I was so irritated. Well, that's not new. <laughs> that is not new. But I was so irritated because I get a phone call from an insurance company who is calling. Do you get phone calls from insurance companies a lot? Um, not really. Usually it's when it's a patient who doesn't speak English a lot uh-huh. or racist. they basically. No, it's not a racist thing. It's because they have people set up to translate and try to help them, which is fine and okay. great. Um, but I don't 
think he was expecting what he got um, when he called me. And what do you think he was expecting? Why do you say I that? I think he was expecting me to kind of go along with what he was saying to me. And I stopped him in mid sentence. So the, the what was start, he saying to you? So I'm not following. I had a patient who had quad therapy mm-hmm. and she was disputing it because she had only ever had, you know, Profi. A pro, well, not, she may not have even had a profi. Okay. She, she had called it deep cleaning to him. Okay. So when he called me, he's like, yeah, I'm calling about a patient who had a deep cleaning with you. And I said, whoa, 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 whoa. First of all. That's a pet peeve of mine. There is no such thing in dentistry called a deep cleaning. I know. It pisses me off when I hear professionals use that. And he's like, excuse me? I said, you sound ignorant, sir. You I should- said good day. <laughs> I said good day. You should not be having a conversation with a patient when you don't understand what you're saying. So deep cleaning does not exist in dentistry. I said, this patient has a disease in her mouth and she, okay, sorry. Was I bad? Well, I kind of left it on the side in case I needed to have my wine. Um, I said, she has a disease in her mouth Mm -hmm. and she has had quad therapy. So she has lost almost 50% of her teeth. And as you can see on the claim that I sent you, there are x-rays, there's a period chart, there's bleeding. If you look at that and you're calling me saying, I have a question about your patient's deep cleaning, you're an idiot. There is no such thing as a deep cleaning. And I do not ever want you to use that terminology again for any of my patients because the words do not exist in dentistry. And he was, and he lied that. Right? Actually, he's like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry. I just that I was ignorant." And I'm like, "Yes." Now he's were. blowing smoke. He doesn't probably he was smoking and blowing okay. smoke, but I think he was like, "I need to get off the phone." Yeah, that's more likely. Is is make this end because that personality was much more like drunk Holly <laughs> because that was a trigger. And you were totally sober. This was that's the thing, and I was like, <laughs> "Walk away, man. Walk away." And he's like, well, I'll be, I can definitely, you know, take care of this. I just, you know, if you can email me over some um, additional x-rays. Was he trying to downcode it down to like a A profi? Because in his mind, that's what she had. Because that's the term she used. But she had a history of a deep cleaning in her, which is a term, which is a euphemism for a periodontal therapy. Well, but because of all these motherfucking dentists and hygienists, out there i probably can't say that word i'll bleep it so i'll have to do a little bit editing uh uh bleep you out there's certain words you just shouldn't use i know okay george carlin had seven words you can't use on the radio i'm gonna try to keep it really super clean that's like four of them but here i know (laughs) but here's the thing if any of you doctors that the word we're gonna go with dentists hygienists or assistants are dumbing the dental lingo down for your patients instead of educating them of the severity of what is happening, uh-huh. you should have your licenses taken away. Well, that seems extreme. It's not, though. We had <laughs> um, our old assistant. Her son-in-law came to us who had been going every six months to get a cleaning. Yeah, he went to and, a chain and DSO. And he had severe periodontal yeah, disease six that six of his teeth had to be pulled. And he had never once been explained to him what was going on with his mouth because it's an uncomfortable conversation. But I'll tell you one thing. It's a lot less uncomfortable than saying, oh, you know that periodontal disease that you had? Had you had it taken care of? Maybe you wouldn't be having a Widowmaker right now. So A Widowmaker? Isn't that a heart attack? Yes. it's. Deli- oh, I see where you're going. Okay. 
So here's the thing. Stop being lazy at your fucking job. Yeah. If you don't, no, I agree. If you don't know how to have the conversation with a patient, give me a call. I'll walk you through it because I haven't been to hygiene school or dental school, but I sit and have this conversation with patients on a regular basis because I want them to understand the severity of this. So those doctors' offices out there that don't diagnose perio because we want everybody to say yes and be happy at our office. Well, you know what? Fuck you. You are a shitty, shitty dentist. Yeah, you might be making money and you might be skirting along just fine. But what, what kind of damage are you doing to people? With, because you're so full of yourself, you can't stop and say, you know what? I'm really sorry. I know you're not going to like this. But you have periodontal disease. And if we choose to not do anything... Well, I prefer to just say you have a bacterial infection. Well, either way, bacterial infection, periodontal uh-huh. disease, whatever. There's a conversation that goes along with this. Yeah, well, the, usually the argument I hear is, is, well, people just don't understand it, and which is just a bullshit cop-out because... That's it, your job to it, educate it, well, them. No, it's, you're, you're basically saying they're too stupid. And they're not stupid. That people... People understand a lot. I mean, fuck, right now we're going in a pandemic. People are now suddenly experts in microbiology and immunology. <laughs> so I, they might understand uh, gum infection and bone yeah, loss. Yeah, I think you can have that so, conversation. It's a pretty good chance. Pretty um, confidently with most people. And I find that when I have this, comp- this conversation with most people, they'll ask me point blank, well, why did my other dentist not tell me about this? Because it's it's clearly a thing. I'm looking at my own periodontal chart. Yeah, they're like, oh, when did this start? Or this is new. And you're like, no, this, this has been going, has been going, on, going for on for years. a long time. And guess what? You've been neglected for many, many years because it's a hard conversation sometimes to have because insurance doesn't cover it 100%. And guess what? Insurance is never going to cover it at 100%. And it's only going to get worse. Yeah. So pull your heads out of your ass and do your job. Yeah. Well, and the argument used to be people would say, well, they're a new patient, so uh, we'll, we'll just kind of do a profi today and then when they come back, we'll, uh, we'll educate them a little bit more. And um, Never happens. No, we had that one legal case. The, the lawyer sent me the three-ring binder. Oh, where you were testifying in no, the case? No, well, I, I, uh, I wrote yeah. an opinion. I, I didn't get deposed or anything, So, but I, I wrote them supporting. What happened was this patient... Um, Found, eventually found their way to a new dentist, which referred them to a periodontist. And the periodontist turned this, the original dentist in that they did a perio maintenance. They re- at least recognized the history of perio, but they built out a perio maintenance just to be nice. But their chart notes supported that it was an active infection. Anyway, this this do- dentist got in trouble because, uh, and their license was on, pro- I, went, I think they were on probation. They didn't lose their license, but they were on probation for a couple years because uh, it was the presence of disease. You don't do a perio maintenance in, during active infection. But everybody's trying to be non-confrontational and just, well, well let's just see how it is next time. And when we come back next time, I'll, we'll, we'll, we'll address it. do therapy then or we'll have trust then. Now, it, put on your big boy pants and uh, have the uncomfortable conversation and, and deal with it or kick them out. I, I mean, I, have, I enjoy not seeing patients. <laughs> Well, uh, kicking them out because I don't want the liability of, well, of... And that's the whole thing. Yeah. You know, and that's what we say to people is, well, you either need to do quad therapy or you need to find another doctor. And when they say, well, why is that? We say, because you have active infection. If I was a heart doctor and you came to me and you were going to have a heart attack and I could clearly see it, but I didn't want the uncomfortable conversation, 
the light bulb goes off in the patient's head and they're like, oh my God, it's, it's a big deal. Yes, it's a big deal. That's why it's a thing. Yeah. And I get really, really disgusted with so many doctors that just don't have the kahunas. They yeah. just don't. They, they want... There's a lot of pussies out there is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, stinky, fishy ones. That's not for me, uh, listeners. That, that was... <laughs> I just can't do it. No. It's driving me fucking crazy. Yeah. Not a fan. But, you know, that, that, so that happened today. So that was today. So our, our little insurance guy had a little... Um, Awakening? Coming to Jesus coming to talk Jesus? with me. Okay. And, but, you know, maybe he learned something. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he didn't give it. a crap. But um, I'm gonna go with didn't he give a crap. probably isn't going to call our office again. Um, just probably afraid he's going to get me on the phone. Yeah. So I'm good with that too, whichever works. <laughs> All right. So this is an advice show, Holly. Okay. What, what's our advice? Well, we answer questions that we find on Reddit. Reddit! We answer questions we find on all these neat little Facebook groups. Okay, I'm ready. Um, what do you got? Well, but before we get to that, I'm still trying to finish it. Remember, do all I the... get to pick the song today? Yeah. Okay. You know, I'm just checking because I have to be prepared. Jump in the gun a little early. I know. I just need to be prepared, and Dude, I don't appreciate it's about about time. Shut up. Um, trying to remember the the normal banter. So normally we say we we answer the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer because he's a nice guy. Well, and he's got taste, and he's a professional, and all the things that I'm not. You know what? You are very professional. Not here. Okay. Well, this is a totally <laughs> different situation. No, but we we were venting on other things. I did take some notes. Look, I did notes again. Oh, okay. So, but this these aren't Reddit questions. Reddit. Okay. But um, it was interesting because I was talking to Clint, and he Clint's got an interesting thing. Speaking of pussy, um, be nice Clint, to your brother. We love Clint. Okay. Well, I didn't say I didn't love him, um, but he still works for this dumbass that yeah, I can't believe he's still working. He's still there. working there. Clint's better than that. Yeah. I mean, the, the, how's this? This this dentist apparently I I know some people that went to Michigan. I don't think Michigan's supposed to be the best dental school, but maybe if you go to Michigan, they tell you that's you what are. they're told. But so the guy he works for went to Michigan and then did, a, I think he did a one year GPR or something in Seattle, like a government sub, a community clinic or something. Anyway, he's done with CE. He's never going to take CE again. And how old do you think he is about? I think he's 10 years out of school. Okay. 10, maybe 15 years out of school. Anyway, like even the, the brochure will come in the mail and the front desk will give it to him and he will make sure in front of everybody, wad it up and, and toss it over his shoulder showing like i don't need this i'm so smart uh i think the only in order to satisfy the state requirement to keep your license and your ce requirement he'll attend the stupid state meetings that has full of information that's five years old so it's not current at all but it's something fills the quota fills the quota anyway this jackass uh just wants to i mean his his whole focus is to just do crowns and fillings and maybe some minor things refers out to implants won't do the implants clint he offered clint offered to do implants for him but he told clint fine you buy all the equipment you buy the implants and then you get 30 percent of the production and i'm like no clint that's you're, you're a special if you're doing a specialty service like that at that level number one he needs to buy the equipment because if you ever left he's going to be still implants will still be a part of the practice you have to have the tools for it so he should invest in his own equipment to have it there 
So, you, so it's always the same system. Because if you always just have the associates come in with their own implant system and everyone places different implants, now you've got to have inventory of all the different screws and parts and drivers and, and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, if you hire a, a specialist to come in, it's typical specialists come in at 50%. So if Clint's acting as a specialist, he should be getting better than the 30%. Yeah. Especially if he's having to pay for the... Does Clint know we're talking about this? No. <laughs> well, he does now. <laughs> Okay, well, well I didn't say his name. You're going to have to bleep that out. You know that I right might now. bleep that out. If I'm going to bleep out, I think I'm bleeping out. Now I got to remember to bleep. <laughs> Twice you have to bleep it out. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, what was interesting is Clint, when he hired on, he was t- had got, worked for a place where they the owner just said, look, I'm only doing crowns. So all crowns go to me, all fillings go to you. So that was the end of it with Clint. Clint's like, then I'm out. Says this to the guy when he hires, gets hired, but Clint recently looked at the schedule and realized all of the stuff that he was treatment planning were going to his boss. Of course and they so are. So Clint was just getting... And so I, I said, that's fine. That's, some, that's how some uh, owner dentists are. But that means that they're always going to only be hiring uh, new grads and it's only going to last six months to a year on average because the new grad is eventually going to want to do something more than these yeah, piece of shit that, fillings. They went to dental school to do different things. Especially stuff. if they're smart, they take CE. Suddenly they're going to well, go, see, wait a minute. That's the other thing. Is- I can be doing this? I can be doing that? So um, I just think Clint's boss runs in a tight circle of moron dentists that think that this is normal. Because Clint's boss thinks that Clint's viewpoint is out of step and, and unusual. And I'm like, nah, we're, <laughs> we're um, actually fairly well known and no people. Clearly have no idea. Uh, this guy's a moron. I, 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 hope, I hope you're listening and uh, you come meet me someday at, at some meeting. And I'd love to, because I, I always love when people think that I would be embarrassed. Kind of like those people when I photobombed them at New Year's Eve. And they came to me to show me and, and thought that I would feel uncomfortable or embarrassed or whatever. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, you're welcome. Uh, people come up to me and say, yeah, I remember I'm online. I was so-and-so. They might give me their screen name or whatever. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, they're expecting me to be all embarrassed or apologize. And I'm like, no, no, fuck you. Yeah. I mean it. There's I meant it then. I, I mean it now. There's a reason I said what I said. <laughs> you're still a pussy. So, um, are so dumb. I just can't. Yeah. Cannot. All right. Do you want a Reddit question? Sure. Okay. Let's go. I don't have a Reddit question. Let me find one. Oh, well, we're going to lose our batteries. Okay. Well, we might. Uh, All right. We have a listener question. Person wrote this one in and, uh, actually specifically wanted to hear Holly's viewpoint. So that's, that's how influential you've become in such a short amount of time, Holly. Okay. You're getting requests. Let's have it. Okay. Um, so this first, I get a screenshot of the text, and the, there was an employer dentist. The employee dentist is texting the employer, saying, "Good afternoon, Happy New Year, and you to you and your family. Could you call me at your convenience for five seven minutes?" And then there's a little halo sign, and then the prayers, hands in prayer, uh, supplication sign, which I think is very respectful. Okay. Yeah. Namaste. As you know, I'm in touch with so-and-so regarding managing the failed cases, etc. Thank you. So their response was, I think it's best that we let the new surgeon handle these cases. I will cover anything that goes well. I will ask you to pay for anything that goes wrong. I think it's fair given the level, your level of experience. So 
this doctor said, hey, is this fair? This might be a good question for working interferences. The surgical associate that I terminated due to the quality of his work has been replaced with an amazing associate. He has some cases that are still in progress. Today, he called me because he didn't like the tone that my front desk or the uh, office manager had with him. And I let him know that it's because they care about the patients and the practice and because he fucked up. He doesn't deny the fact that he fucked up, but he thinks he should be notified about that in a gentler tone. I told my team to take care of patients first and not worry about the money, but I got angry when he spoke badly of my team. So-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so hold me down, hold down the fort for me. I'm only as good as my team. What does Holly think? So we did talk about this at the office because you brought it to me when you got it. Uh-huh. And so it's kind of a double-edged sword. Um, this person is being very respectful to you and, you know, depending, you know, if he's owning that his stuff is shit and he has some stuff to fix, first of all, um, I've known enough front office people to know that, yeah, I know you feel like she's got your back, but she may only have your back. And well, and it's hard to really comment without seeing x-rays or seeing what they say is failing. Well, because even that he, you know, I seen some things that are still clinically working They're, They look terrible on an x-ray and I'm, I was appalled that it was there, but Hey, it was, it was still in the person's mouth. They weren't complaining. It was functioning. Yeah. But that, okay. That being said, uh-huh. a dentist as an associate is only as good as the equipment that you give them. So if their equipment isn't great and isn't up to the standards of the times and you're using archaic shit, guess what? You're going to get shit. Yeah. I, and I, I didn't realize how spoiled I was until I've worked at other places. And then I went, oh, I guess my stuff's pretty sweet. But, you know, in this situation, she's being defensive for her front office. And, you know, as far as I'm concerned... This front office is handling a situation that she should not be handling. She is not a doctor. She is a front office, mm-hmm. pencil-pushing, paper-pushing, insurance person. Mm-hmm. So to come up to a doctor and tell them first off that their stuff is failing and is garbage, she has no business doing that. Well, it... it- since we don't know what was actually said, and and, and the, I'll be first, you'll you've misinterpreted texts before. Texts and emails don't portray tone, and that's right. that's why I think sometimes things can be. It depends on how you read it. It may not have been intended in a certain tone, but you read it in a certain tone, so it might have been totally respectful, but you read it poorly. Well, and I so, also know staff well enough to know that she's never going to explain it to you in the way that she explained it to the doctor. Right. Or to another staff member. Yeah. She is going to make you believe that her shit doesn't stink because she wants you to trust her and like her and be the confidant that makes her safe. Mm-hmm. And I hate to say it, but women are bitchy. And <laughs> especially women who don't have power. Mm-hmm. So if she has the opportunity to be puffed up and have something over on this doctor, she may take that opportunity. Mm-hmm. So what I would do in this situation is I would bring both of them into a room 
and have a conversation because you're going to get this, the well, full this, story. This is a former person, so they're not going to be there. So I wouldn't be, I don't think you'd be bringing them in. I think if there was a still a working relationship and they were still coming to the office and being there, then yeah, I think it would probably be a face-to-face the, uh, threesome kind of thing. Pro- my th- thought would be it might be best those types of conversations, doctor to doctor. Oh, a thousand percent. Of, if, um, if they're not working there anymore and you want them to help you, mm-hmm. then it needs to a thousand percent. Was it to help? Because I don't think they wanted any help. I, let me go back to the Well, question. she wanted the, them to fix the stuff that was terrible. Uh, I don't think it was to fix. I think it was more of cover the cost. Yeah, but then you're also dealing with an opinion. Who's, whose opinion is yeah. it that their stuff is bad? Is it the new doctor's opinion so that he has an opportunity to make more money? Because we've seen that many a time. Right. So, you know, this might be a situation where um, even though this girl runs her shit for her, she needs to go into the office, look at what is being said needs to be replaced, and really use her skills as a dentist. And say, you know, okay, this I can see, but, you know, I'm not going to take just anybody's opinion Mm -hmm. because that's kind of bullshit. Hmm. I mean, if you went into an office and did a bunch of work and then all of a sudden the new guy comes in and he's looking for work to do. Right. And all of a sudden he's finding problems with everything that you did. Well, because like I went, there was that office that I was up a, a couple months ago and um, on the schedule, I was supposed to seat two implant crowns, but they were at such crazy angles that it took me a while on the models to figure out which sequence to do it. Because if I put one down first, there was no way the other one was going to go down. And so I, you had to do it in the right order. But I could also tell there, there was enough going with it that I, I messaged the coordinator dentist that sent me there and said, uh... I'm going to punt. Um, the doctor that did this, they get to be the one to seat this because it's going to go south. And if there's too many dentists involved, who do you blame? Yep. And I don't want to be a part of this at You're all. You're going to blame the guy that's not there anymore. Yeah. And so he, he understood my perspective. He was trying to have the, we're all in the same boat. We're on a, we're all a team. And then no. he finally, then he finally admitted, he says, well, actually the one that did all that, they, we've already fired him. So there's, so he's fired from the team. So yeah. he's not part of the team. And then I'm like, oh, okay. But then I found out they'd already gone ahead and canceled that patient for me by the time I got the message that they already fired the guy. So, um, but that's the thing anyway. is, you know, sometimes you, the work is not great. Yeah. So, I mean, a hundred percent, but sometimes it's just an opinion of somebody who shouldn't be having the opinion. Right. Or isn't qualified well, it's the shoot, to have Don't shoot the messenger is well, where I'm saying here. Yeah, but I also don't think that your front office person is the one to be addressing a doctor. And, you know, okay. unless she's relaying a message that you specifically told her to relay. Because, you know what, I would be like, fuck you. Give me someone who is licensed and we'll have a conversation. Because that's kind of bullshit. Mm-hmm. So. All right. I'm sure fair enough. I'm sure that's not the opinion they wanted. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Uh, probably. Probably. I'm going to go out on a limb. But, yeah. What I would recommend is, you know, doctors need to be addressing doctors, not opinions of front office staff. 
Well, we had that one office that I actually worked for several months. Um, it was the front desk that uh, there was the day I sat a, a I delivered a, a full mouth rehab, and it was they were mad because um, the I sent a case back. It was all the entire case. I, I ended up taking the patient to my own office to scan because what they were maybe used was so bad. Seating 28 cases, 28 units that aren't going to fit very well. It was going to look like horrible on x-rays. It was just going to be a, a horrible thing. So I sent everything back. I did it myself with my own scanner, delivered the case using the right lab. Their lab bill went up. My office manager was pissed because the, the bill went up. Um, but I also refused to do a case that she just put in my schedule to do six anterior crowns, which if you don't know, six is never the right number. You'd never do just six. Oh, that's how, that's your first sign that, you know, you shouldn't be doing it. That, yeah, it's the red flag. I teach my patients, it's red flag. You went to the wrong dentist if they treatment planned just six units. Anyway, this person was massive bruxism, angled, angled the wear pattern on their front teeth were at an angle, huge masseters. I said, no, this is a full mouth reconstruction. This is not six anterior units. So they were so pissed off. It eventually led to my getting terminated because... Well, again... Well, but then when they found out the, the whole story later on, they didn't hear all of it. And, and so later on when it came back... Because they came back to me a month and a half later offering a job back. Maybe not the same job, but they wanted me to keep working because I was, I was their number one producer. They, this was a, a company that had um, many offices, a DSO. So there were 16 locations. And they came down to a, a per hour productivity because they were trying to compare me as a part-timer to everybody that was full-time. And on a per-hour productivity level, I was their number one, uh, all of their doctors. And so, I'll be, I'll be honest, I felt I, I was a little untouchable by being their number one producer. Um, but it goes to show that a lot of times they trust the front desk more than the doctor. And so, I got let go. So Well, and then they learned their lesson and ended up firing the front office and coming back and asking you to work well, there again. Yeah, they came back to me <laughs> and they, they met, had me... The boss, owner, CEO, dentist, that front desk, and myself to maybe we can work this out. And then I, I was just like, what would be any different? And um, by the time we got done with all the details of things, and I brought up a few details I don't think he knew of at the time of letting me go. Well, because they made a snap decision based on the front And then two weeks later, desk. I find out she got fired. I'm like, oh, well, I'm still not coming back. <laughs> well, and that's the thing is... That's it was nice to be asked back, but no, I... Did not go back. Exactly. But that's why I say, really and truly, a front desk should not be addressing a doctor unless they're saying they're ready for you in Op 1. It's really not their position. They don't have any education to justify, no matter if they've been in there 100 years. Yeah, that's the thing. She thought she knew. She'd been in an office. They knew everything. And, and uh, she thought uh, this one local lab did fantastic, beautiful work. And I, I knew that lab was terrible. It did not. So I'm like, they, they don't even know how to layer very well. Shit doesn't fit. You have to adjust. Anyway, so it. Um, so firmly believe if you yeah. have an issue with your doctor, you need to address it with your doctor. Don't send your front desk to do it because I'm sorry. You don't. I don't give a sh I've been doing this for 24 years. I'm not a doctor. Mm -hmm. And that's a fact. So stop sending your front desk to do the shit you don't want to do because they're not going to do it correctly. So that's me. All right. What do you got? What's next? Well, I have feedback on my weed brownies. Oh, uh, that's right. Yeah. Our hygienist came back and was like, 
oh, the weed brownies are working wonderfully for my sister. She uh, is only needing to have one at night, helps her sleep, and um, takes care of the pain right away. So she brought me a whole bunch more of the brownie stuff so that I can make her some more. Yay! Everybody's happy. Uh, okay, so my parents, so ask on the Reddit subreddit, Ask Dentists, the user Tom Hiddleston Stick. I think it's probably tries Tom Huddleston, but uh, my parents said that wisdom teeth removal isn't necessary and told me I'm not getting it done for a while. So my parents said they have their wisdom teeth, so I don't need mine out, but I've been warned for a year to get them out and I've known about them since before braces. My dad is really mad and said it's too expensive and my dentist gave me a referral to a surgeon. My grandpa, who I'm close with, called him and said, this is, this is necessary. Her wisdom teeth are impacted. And my dad got even more mad at me saying, why did I tell him? Basically said, fine, you can get it. And maybe next month or March. I'm literally so scared. I don't know if this is the right sub to ask, but I'm begging y'all to help me. When I stick my fingers in my mouth and touch my gums, the wisdom teeth are literally there. I feel them behind the gum. So they're impacted. And are they hurting? Are they pushing your teeth? Uh, most likely they are pushing your teeth, but wisdom teeth aren't going to be, you know, it shouldn't be a scary thing that you have them. And a lot of people do have them. Now, as you get older, you your teeth are going to start moving. So if you've had ortho, um, not having your wisdom teeth out is going to cause a problem. So what frustrates me is, this person is still a minor, so the parent's opinion does matter. Right. The problem is the parents aren't fucking dentists, so they don't know shit. And just because they're in a shitty state doesn't mean that's the right place to be. Number one, just because they have them, sometimes they come in and there's room for them and they, they are less of a problem right now uh, than the impacted situation for this child. Um, they may or may not be impacted. They may just be erupting. I don't know the age of this person. Um, they should be old enough. If they're suggesting they be removed, then they should, they're likely a late teen. So that's the time to be taking them out. You try to have the root development at least uh, two thirds of develop before you take them out. So looking at the big, the real reason that it's a problem is it's going to be a problem eventually. You usually don't have enough keratinized tissue. You usually don't have a situation that long term is going to be good. And then when it becomes a problem, because if you're waiting for it to be on fire, before you be, fix the problem, you might have collateral damage. You may lose other teeth because you waited on the wisdom teeth. So I'm, I'm an advocate always get the wisdom teeth out. Um, and I don't know, there, there are some lazy dentists out there or the pussy dentists that don't want the co uncomfortable conversation with the patient to explain why you're, ha you're having them out. It's just a lot easier to say, well, if they don't hurt, just leave them because you're a pussy. Well, and you also know they're not going to be with you forever. Yeah, they're likely and to they move on someone, and else's, someone problem. else's problem. So I'm an advocate. Take them out. But I don't do it or don't. The thing is, I just don't care. Do it or don't. I don't care. It's your mouth, your money. And you. But it's going to be a problem eventually. Yeah. And if we, if you break your hip when you're 15, that's painful. You're going to, you're going to heal. You break your hip when you're 70, you might die. Yep. So. Take care of the wisdom teeth when you heal uneventfully. <laughs> or like like my mom. She's just love her to death, pisses me off. She we wanted to take her teeth out and give her implants, but she 
didn't want to do anything until there were problems. Well, by the time she, like she, we suggested knee replacement. Well, she heard that knee replacements only last 15 years. So she was going to try to time it for the last 15 years of her life. Yeah. She's not healthy enough to get it. So she doesn't get knee replacements now because she just wouldn't handle the surgery. So great. Yeah. You, you, you timed it well, but now you can't do it. Same with the implants. Uh, we wanted, she, she kept putting it off. Well, now's not enough, not a good time. I want to recover through the summer or whatever. Or she had grandchildren that were going to come visit from California or something. And she kept putting it off, putting it off. Finally, she's, she's not healthy enough to do them. Yep. So. And now her dentures don't fit her because she. Oh, and she fucking loses them. Yeah, well, we, we need to scan them so that we can just have a record to pr- print them again. But that's not really her fault. She's, mm. no, because she's not mentally cognitive well, p- the, to be there. the dementia part, yeah, that yeah. doesn't help. So, I mean, it's not really her fault that she keeps losing them. It just is what it is. And Well, uh, it, it is her fault when she's losing them because they're in her fucking mouth. Okay. But she isn't cognitively there to even know that they're in her fucking mouth. Yeah. So. Because Clint, well, they were out of town. And they were looking for him. And finally, they just said, fine, we're just going to the restaurant anyway. And then during the meal, my brother or my dad, someone said, wait a minute, what's in your mouth? And it was her teeth. Yeah, because she is not all there. Yeah. So that's not her fault. All right. (sighs) All right. Let me defend your mom. All right. Yeah, that was an odd move. All right. I was really disappointed that nobody gave me any reviews. That's all suck. Yeah. We ask for reviews usually every week. Um, No one ever does. We had a, at one point we got a bunch of reviews, then nothing for many, many months. And then we would get a bunch of reviews and then nothing for many, many months. Well, you guys need to put in a review. So, Here's the thing. You go to the podcast screen. This is in case you're embarrassed and you can't quite figure out how to ask for help. Now, are you talking the podcast app on your phone or are you talking on the computer? On your phone. And you scroll to the bottom of the page and it allows you to leave a review really quickly. Five star. Holly's awesome. And go on with your day. Stop being lazy. It's not attractive. Did you find anything yet? We used to see a whole bunch of questions, you know, about blowjobs after extractions and things. I'm not seeing anything like that. Well, I have an opinion on that. Because you guys had the question from that person that was like, can I give my boyfriend a blowjob after I have my wisdom teeth pulled? Mm -hmm. Here's the thing. Why are you doing the work when you just had surgery? He needs to nut up and get to business. So he that, was trying to nut up. No, he was, he wanted her to get to work to nut up. Lance. I'm just translating. Yeah. Well, you guys out there quit being lazy. Get active. If she's had her wisdom teeth out, guess what? It's your turn. Get, get to business. Help her relax. So the thing is, I, I got out of a lot of um, Facebook dental groups because they're full of just idiots 
Uh, or I, I just had to block some of the people that were just morons because they're just terrible. Um, so let me find. So this one is said, here's an anonymous post request from um, a member of the group. How many legitimately think their practice could be bankrupt in the next one to three years? Even non-participating practices. Serious question. What are your thoughts on on that? You've you've seen the ebbs and flows with our practice, and you've heard me talk about other practices, and you've seen my friends that have the DSO volume type practice. Well, my opinion is well, private practice has less than ten years left. Um especially in the state of Washington. See, that's what it feels like. But then when I still look at the reports, the DSOs still only are like, what, 8 to 10% of the practices are DSOs? Yeah, but it, they're rapidly buying them up. COVID has presented a situation yeah. for them to come in and rapidly dominate. Well, what dentistry. it seems to be, a lot of them, even, even if they're not joining the DSO thing, what they're doing is they're joining, a lot of private guys are getting together to try to sell as a group to get a multiple of EBITDA instead of a percentage of the revenue. So it, it does feel, and maybe it's because we are actually looking at acquisitions. You know, Clint's trying to buy a practice, looking to buy a practice. So he's got prospectus that he'll look at. He'll look at. We hear of people, you know, selling out and things. It does feel like, but 10 years ago, I think I said the same thing. And it still is 10 years on and we're not 100% well, DSO. We're not 100% DSO, but... We're very uh, socialistically dominated in the state of Washington. Yeah. I think there's some states where they've made it difficult for a DSO to get a, a, a leg in there. Yeah. Washington did not. They, Washington. they changed things a couple because Heartland couldn't come in here a few years ago. Something's changed and Heartland is in town. They're back. They're here. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I think. But I also think it depends on what kind of training the doctor has. Because there's definitely those people out there that want, that will pay mm -hmm. for quality work. And frankly, those are the only people that I want. Right. We, we've, our experience the past year and a half has led me to think, okay, fine, we're going to embrace the full on, uh, not specialist or, or elite, but we're, I don't want the people that just want their teeth cleaned. Uh, yeah. I don't want just anybody in the practice. So, I mean, that guy that came in today, he was nice. He had a broken tooth. We got him in and, did his crown, but, um, but even him, he was like, I've never been treated like this in a dental office before. This was really cool. Oh, and so this will be my plug for Align Technologies Itero. That, that'll, that machine alone, uh, makes the difference. I, I just had to scan him and, I, and then I, on the 3D model, spin things around to show him what his teeth looked like. It had the, the NERI, the near-infrared output, so it looked kind of like an x-ray, and I could show them, here's where the cavities are. Um, that, that piece of equipment right there just sold thousands of dollars for me, and I didn't, I didn't have, have to try. It didn't feel like selling. A lot of dentists don't like the salesy things. Well, you don't have to be a salesman. You just got to sit there and, and educate, and the, the patient will beg you. I mean, yeah. I was trying to get rid of the patient, and you're like, can you do the crown right now? I'm like, oh, yeah, I can. Yeah, I mean, he was a nice guy, and he was just like... Let's get her done. Yeah. I was like, hey, give me a thousand bucks. He's like, hey. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, it makes it an easy, easy situation. So, that was a... But I would much rather spend the same kind of effort with like the consult we had right before that where she wants a, an all-on floor. So... Yeah. But those don't come through the door every single day. No. That no. is just not... 
But I think kind of going back to your whole things go bankrupt. I think we're positioned, we're less likely to go bankrupt um, because of what we can do. Yeah. But all it takes is a couple months of ever of people saying no, and we have no revenue that we'd be bankrupt. And it happens, you know, and it gives everybody anxiety. It it happens to everyone. So if you're a young guy out there and you feel like it's just you. It's not just you. It happens to everyone, no matter what kind of smoke they're blowing up your ass. Well, and it's what's interesting is you know, I, I look at some of my friends' practices where they've got 20 employees. And, oh, my uh, God. That would stress me out so much. Well, not only that, but okay, now when suddenly people don't want to go to the dentist and they're staying home and, and you've got no hygiene, but you have you know three Four hygienists <laughs> and, and you've got to keep them busy to be productive and suddenly there's it's crickets. Uh, I mean, I was up, it was Linwood. I was just north of Seattle a uh, month and a half ago. And they, um, I was sitting around twiddling my thumbs. There was, it was an empty, they had eight ops and the the, the schedule was just dead. And, and it's well, and, and we're seeing I, that because all of a sudden in the state of Washington, people have finally gone back to work to some extent. And now, you know, they're not getting time off work. They're not able to work their schedule around sitting at home in their pajamas. And people are, you know, canceling and moving their appointments. And it's a little bit nerve wracking because mm-hmm. for the past couple of years, people haven't had to show up to work. So they could just schedule their appointments whenever was convenient for them. Yeah. And so, you know, it happens to everyone. And... You know, the biggest thing is don't don't feel like it's just you and that the sky is falling because mm-hmm. um, the sky falls pretty regularly in dentistry. <laughs> yeah. When I was I was sold a bill of goods in dentistry, dental school, they were saying uh, dentists don't go bankrupt. There's always teeth to fix. Uh, that There's was not always people that want to pay for it. That's though. the thing. Yeah. Uh, and it's easy to be on an insurance list and have things that's less out of pocket. But the patients still don't want to be there. Well, they don't want to be there and they make it very, very difficult sometimes to get your money. Yeah. And, but I, I do know that there's a lot of guys out there that are really stressed out. I, you know, I'm on different dental forums too. And, you know, people are worried because, you know, for one, the U.S. mail isn't coming through and people are not getting their check payments because they're not on EFT or whatever happened, whatever like that. Which I understand because sometimes being on EFT isn't the best way to go because at any point in time, the insurance company can take your money yeah. if they decide they shouldn't have paid you for something. Yeah, that's that's not a good experience, watching the money go away. Really quick, yeah. yeah. And so you've got a lot of guys who are now dependent on the mail service, and the mail service doesn't have any employees either. And so, you know, the whole sleet and hail and... We're coming and we're going to take care of everything. Well, that's not so much happening anymore for the U.S. Postal Service. So, you know, there's a lot of scary things out there happening for dentists. And the biggest thing is just keep pushing forward. You you can't stop and be like, oh, it, it's the end. It's the end all of it. You just have to keep moving forward. Otherwise, you'll make yourself crazy. And you're not the only one. I promise you, you're not the only one dealing with it. Yeah. We should probably wrap it up. It's uh we've been going on for a bit. Well, there's a lot that's going to get deleted. Yeah, there's that. And I better I hope that I can remember all the spots that I need to 
bleep. You're going to have to listen to the whole thing. That's And you're going to have to make it happen. sound interesting. Mm. I'm not a magician. So, uh, everybody, if you've got anybody that wants to listen to really stupid advice, uh, share the podcast. Share um, the podcast. Get people to listen more. Rate so and we, review us. So we don't feel like it's How a waste stars, of our time. How many stars, Holly? Five stars. All five right. stars. Give me five. Make it five. Make it rain fives. Okay. Um, uh, people that might want to follow us, uh, we ha- have a secret group called the Funny Shit for Dentists and Dental Team Members. Invite only, so you got to know someone. Uh, I'm you, not on there. If you want to find <laughs> find me on Instagram uh, at Dr. Timmerman DMD. Um, we are also have a thing that's barely used in Instagram. It's working interferences. Uh, what else? Give us a rate and review with the five stars, and then uh, Holly, do you want people to even try to contact you, or just leave it through? Uh, um, you're you know, on. I'm on Globe Chatter Grub. Which is not a dental forum. It is strictly um, wine, food, and travel. Do you spell Globetrotter funny at no. all? Or Okay, so just Globetrotter Grub on Instagram. Yep. And then people can message you that way. Find me that way. Okay. I'm around. I might not talk to you. Who knows? All right. Depends on my mood. Um, do I get to pick the song? And then now is the time to pick a song. Um, Beautiful South, We Are Each Other. Okay, just going to do that. You're not going to give a lead up, explain why the oh. song, and you just... Who they are. So, Beautiful South, Lance and I, fun fact, are we're supposed to be in Ireland. No, we were supposed to arrive home today. Okay, well, we missed Ireland. Mm-hmm. We didn't get to go. We were going to see a concert, two concerts, actually. And a big shout out to Chris Stafford, who was supposed to see the concert with us. But you're coming to Kois in March, so I'll see you then. For um, the Beautiful South. Paul Heaton Paul and Jackie. Heaton yeah. and Jackie Abbott. Um, one of our very first dates. 30 years ago and um they have a song called we are each other off of their album 0898 and um that's always been kind of lance and i's song um you'll hear us a lot of times if we're talking and we're in a group or something like that all of a sudden you hear one of us say get out of my head um because we think a lot alike and we say a lot of the same shit I mean, we little we do finish each other's sentences and and things, and uh, it's a little bit terrifying. Sometimes, sometimes it's creepy. Sometimes it's really really creepy. But um, yeah, so that's one of our songs, and it's a super fun song and a little twisted, and just like us. Ah, fair enough. So on that note, for Holly Timmerman, this is Lance Timmerman. We are each other. Love you.